Today we're celebrating the Feast of the Epiphany, and that's the name that we give it. It's the feast where the three magi come from the east to follow the star, finding Jesus. They come before him with the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. There are many ways to approach this gospel in this time. I was thinking about it, and I wanted to talk about his glory. This is a feast of glory. It is. Glory is the victory of a king. Glory is a manifestation of his great victory. And here we already see his glory shining. It's the contemplation of him as king. It's almost as if his servants uh, come from the east and they come from the fields and they all gather around him. Christmas has its own meaning, you know. The Feast of the Epiphany has a special part too. All the seasons are given to us by the church in order to help us to walk through the different aspects of the life of Christ, being able to deepen our relationship with them. And we go through them year by year. I don't know how much we really reflect upon them. Advent was this waiting for the second coming. Advent is this desiring to see Jesus himself. Christmas is the great grace of his incarnation. It's his grace that's come to save us. Lent, we live of the temptations of Christ and we fight in the desert. Good Friday, we live of his suffering and death. Easter Day, his great victory, his resurrection. The Ascension, we see how Jesus returns to the Father. And we live of that. And all the Gospel readings at that time are there to help us to enter into the great mystery of Ascension, for example. Well, today, this Gospel is to help us enter into the mystery of the Epiphany. And so do the other Gospels that follow the Gospel of Epiphany Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They're all given to guide us, to teach us how to see Christ on this special moment where he manifests his glory. The Orthodox, the other lung of the church, as St. John Paul II would like to say, would often say there are three feasts of glory. And that would be this feast, the Epiphany. The second one would be um, the baptism of Christ because the glory is made manifest when the Father speaks. And lastly, it's the transfiguration when his glory is made manifest in his very flesh, also when the Father speaks there too, of course. And here today, we're celebrating in a special way because uh, this is the first of those three great feasts and so we see Christ sitting upon his throne, which is the undefiled arms of his mother. He is sitting in his chamber of state, which is his cave or the cottage in which he is in. He has his worshippers that have gathered around him. They are the three magi. They brought him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. He didn't have any costly gem to anoint his breast. 
He didn't have any um, beautiful ornaments to cover him. So the creation has come and given him a star. And it's a star itself that has come over him and has anointed him or shown him to be this glorious one that has come to save us from our sins. And you'll note that um, the next Monday, if you come to daily Mass, it's going to be about repenting for his kingdom is at hand. We'll see his preaching and his miracles and manifest his glory. Tuesday, we'll see the miracle of the loaves and fishes. And again, it's this caring for his people, the taking care, the shepherding, the love of each one of us and the people as a whole, for his whole church. On Wednesday, he walks on the water and he calms the storm. And we see that our king in his great glory comes in the midst of our darkness and he is our great light. Thursday, we have that famous part of Luke where Jesus says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, or I have come to bring good tidings or good news to the poor. The year of the Lord's favor is at hand. And we see that his kingdom has begun. <clears throat> Friday, the lepers are cleansed, and he comes in our most wretched state to bring us into his glory. Saturday, it's already getting ready for the next step of the glory, which is the baptism. And so on Saturday, we see this passage from John where John uh, writes about John the Baptist, who was his first guide, his first master, if you like to say. Um, and John says that Jesus is the bridegroom and that he is the friend of the bridegroom and that all that he does is to prepare the way. He's like that troubadour, that one who uh, goes before the Lord and prepares his way. And so I hope that all these meditations, this, this time and this reflection might help you to prepare to enter into the mystery that is before us. This mystery of the epiphany where we receive these gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, where we give him these gifts, where the pagans have even come. Those who are not Jews, those who are from all the other countries have come to him and laid down their precious gifts before his feet. The gold of the king, the frankincense of the god, the frankincense being the incense, and the myrrh, the oil, to wash his body for his death. These great gifts, and let us come before him, lay down our life, let us gaze upon him, let us call